Warning, this episode contains strong sexual themes. Listener discretion is advised. This is Tales of Swordfall. Episode 7, Where Dragons Lay. And uh, she leads Tabby to the, uh, like, an alley to a quarter. And uh, do you two follow? I don't. I, I don't, but I'm going to ready my bow in case she runs. Yeah, I'll wait with t- with with Taz. Alright. And uh yeah, you, you two get to the corner. And uh you guys just hear well, you don't even hear words being exchanged. Um everything's in Thieves Camp at that point. Uh do any of you actually understand that? I do. I will Fill you in then. So, uh, the conversation's short and sweet. You find out that Clarkson has a uh, well-hidden shop in the Mercenary District, and that recently there's been a lot of talk of event he's going to be throwing very soon for a powerful magic object. So Clarkson's been on a lot of people's radar and attracting a lot of shady characters recently. Um, does she give out details of what the powerful magic object is exactly? Let's see if she knows that information. <laughs> Apparently she knows all about it. Um, so she knows that it's a from a set of 12 pieces. And when you collect all the pieces, it gives you something really special. From what she heard, it's a place to loot or a dungeon, or something like that. She's not really sure on all the details, but she knows that it's super special. That if you can get your hands on all of them, it uh, can be a good payoff. And oh. the only, only hitch is that you have to participate in this Dragon Dice tournament. And the winner... Gets the piece. Very well then, thank you for that information, and I will keep your secret. And, uh, yeah, she does, like, a common goodbye, and, like, kisses you on the side of the face, and, uh, leaps just kind of away, out of sight. Okay. Um... Tabby just rejoins her friends. Who is that? Oh, nobody of any consequence. Clarkston will be doing business in the Mercenary District. There is a dragon dice game that he is going to be playing and um, offering up one of the jewels, I believe. I do not know if we should be playing this game. I do not think it's wise. But I do know we should probably set a trap for whoever does win. That's what I was thinking. If it's a dice game, it's almost certainly rigged. Always rigged especially in Mercenary District. 
But I suppose that's a problem for another day. Right now we have to replace my fish that you ate. When is this tournament? Did she tell us the time? Uh, she said in like three or four days. Okay, like a three or four days. All right, all right. I'm sure the bad people in the town will tell us. <laughs> Don't we have to go to Belka? Well, um, we have to find Willis first, and chances are he's with these people who are doing whatever the two or three days. Chances are he's with them. Shady characters attract shady characters. So, like Do you the have old, anything old of Willis's? Saying, the old saying, killing two fishes with one bird. No, I, I, I don't know Willis personally. We only met a few times. Okay. So, let's pan back to Stu in the shop. Yes. <laughs> so, Stu, how much are you trying not to listen to this? Uh... Oh, well, so the issue is he doesn't really want to, but, you know, that's a dragon down there, and uh, he is compelled to be interested in what the dragon is doing, unfortunately. Well, there's so, nothing yeah, stopping I... you from sneaking back down there. Okay, then I will do so. Do you do you want to stealth? <laughs> Sorry, I was um trying not to laugh my butt off at the moment. <laughs> uh yes, please roll me a stealth. <laughs> uh you are the knight. <laughs> okay. Uh I I'm going to um surreptitiously cuz cuz I I still have a sense of propriety so uh, i'm not i'm gonna try to not look directly at the activities occurring uh and i'm gonna i'm gonna sort of search the dragon's horde <laughs> so if this was like a pg-13 movie we probably see at least legs every once in a while like <laughs> from this giant cushion and the cushion just moving around well we have Stew in the foreground, sneaking around <laughs> this dragon sword. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Krakatur, can you roll me another constitution? <laughs> sure thing, buddy. Okie dokie. Okay, you're probably not enraged anymore. No, probably not. The, 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 uh, that energy has been, um used <laughs> yeah and um because kazoo's probably like in your head sleeping which is probably <laughs> the first time in forever <laughs> but yeah things are still going on damn <laughs> son <laughs> um yeah <laughs> these two yep so anyways, uh, Stu is looking around a yes. dragon's horde. Um, it, give me investigation. Actually, first tell me what exactly you are looking for, and then roll me an investigation. 
I'm I'm looking to see if this dragon has uh, a cobalt clan that worships it, and if I rec if I find evidence as such, if I recognize what clan it would be. So looking for evidence of other cobalts. Right. Um, uh, so in investigation is that what you said? Or you could always roll me a survival, whichever is higher, and you get advantage since hey, you're a cobalt. Oh, okay. Uh, advantage survival. Oh, that's nice. Damn. Okay. So <laughs> you notice that uh, there are treasure chests full of this glorious looking costumes that are about cobalt size and shape that would, you know, fit normal size cobalts. Mm hmm. And as you start looking around, you notice there are there are little trap doors in the ground. Oh. Huh. Uh, do I see any uh, tribe tribal symbols or anything like that? Oh yeah, you you do see a tribal symbol. It's like a crudely drawn star, but it looks like they've been using like gold paint. It's it's super fabulous. Actually, it's a gold star and a crescent moon in some direction. That's not offensive. <laughs> okay. Um. Do I do I recognize the name or the symbol? Um. You have heard of kobold that go around that are not evil, which is kind of a surprise. And that are just a troop of, like, glorious-looking little kobolds that parade around. And they, like, wherever they go, they, you know, do do raiding, but they only raid for the most, like, beautiful things. It, it's kind of a fairy tale. Especially so, in kobold circles. Little kleptomaniac kobold drag queens? Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and there are several trap doors that look like kobolds, uh, size that are around in the horde. Um, now, since I live, I also live under the market, do, do I have, like, a mental sense of where this, what part of the sewer that these might lead to? I, yeah, I'm going to just base it off your um, survival there. Uh, okay. So right now, you are in the northeastern part of the district, kind of in in the middle. And you know that uh, from experience of exploring these areas, um, if you head south into the sewers, uh, you are going to start getting into the entertainment district. And if you head any more uh, east, you're going to eventually end up in the uh, on the Magic Academy campus sewer part. And the, that sewer is... Uh, dangerous would be the nice word for it. Okay. But huh. you, you can also tell that you're low enough in the ground that these probably actually go somewhere else other than the sewers. Oh, really? Yeah. Do Do I have a sense of where? Uh, no, actually. 
this, huh. it, it kind of like ruins your mental map of where things should be. Okay. Okay, I, I'm going to try to um, sort of, uh, that that wigs me out, but I'm going to try to sort of readjust what I know about where things are supposed to be, and that's probably going to take some concentration, so I probably am going to stop looking through the horde of fancy stuff. <laughs> Uh yeah, I mean I there there are several things that would just be pretty to take. But seeing that she's in the same room and hasn't quite noticed you yet, I mean it's an iffy chance that she might like actually, you know, come up and eat ya. Yeah, no, I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even it would not enter my mind to take something. Nice. Out of her hoard. Never. That that is not something that would happen. Uh, I might consider leaving something. I got to figure out if I have something I could leave as a tribute. Nice. Uh, I, I'm not leaving Krakatur though, just so you know. <laughs> uh, talk about Krakatur. <laughs> um, could you give me one more Constitution saving throw, Krakatur? Uh, yeah, sure. See. Well, at least you're steady. Uh, what can I say? <laughs> she whispers in your ear, I want to try something a little bit more fun. And... Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> size starts expanding. Oh, God. And... Stu, you probably hear the, recognize, uh, the recognizable beat of wings behind you. Uh oh. <laughs> oh no. Oh, and, no. Uh, yeah, she kind of goes full dragon. Uh, Stu drops to his knees and just is bowing without looking up. Doesn't <laughs> even care if she notices or not. That's it. Uh, Gregor looks up. He's just like, uh, no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, it was fun and all, but uh... <laughs> she just kind of curls up, like around you. Oh no, I've seen this movie. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just ends up like nuzzling you. It, uh, um, uh, <laughs> he just kind of just sitting there, like. What is happening? <laughs> like he wasn't expecting her to go like full dragon on him. And uh, Stu, you start hearing uh, pillow talking draconic. Oh god! Oh god! I'm still just. I do not look up. I'm just on the ground, on my knees, with my head bowed, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> And, yeah, she's placed you perfectly where you're basically under one of her arms, and it would be pretty hard to get out, Krakatur. Oh, shit. Oh, no, I'm stuck here forever. 
destined uh, to be a dragon sex slave. Maybe. <laughs> oh, don't worry. It will be fine. Just re-roll me a different character. I'm oh, joking. shit. I'm joking. Oh, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, nah. Come on. She's, she's not an evil dragon. Maybe. Anywho. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's go back to the market group. Um, yeah, so Taz, Ray, Flea, and, uh, Tabby are buying more fish, are, are you guys out buying anything else? Um, so we wanted to, at least I did, I wanted to replace the fish, I wanted to, um, buy some healing potions, and I wanted to stop by an armory. Okay. Armory is, uh, pretty good around here. The Artisan District does have a lot of blacksmiths. Healing items, you might actually have to step on to the Magic Academy campus, because that would be where your closest alchemists are. Okay, let's do fish and armor first. Alright. Finding a little fish stand in this area is not that hard. Actually, there are probably a lot of uh, humans with thick beards that are uh, selling artisan pickled fish and other things like that. Uh, they're all touting that everything has been hand-caught and... Uh, you know, just basically, yeah, I made this with my own hands. And everyone's like, yeah, it's, it's kind of medieval technology right now. Everyone makes things with their hands. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry about that tangent. Wow. I, anyways, uh, yeah, so there's there's a fish stand. You can get, like, dried fish, pickled fish, um, other types of fish, jams, whatever. Anything that's, you know, artisanal you can get here. Um it probably only cost you a full, two gold to get a nice catch. I mean, if you really wanted fresh stuff from the boats, you would go down to the docks, but, you know, that's like an hour or two to get from uh, the Artisan District to the uh, Dock District. Um, Are there no merchants selling, like, fresh salmon or something? Uh, No, it's, it's all, like, stuff that's been processed or preserved up here. Uh, Tabby, Tabby runs over to wherever she thinks the like caviar would be kept or row. Oh yeah, there's there's probably some guy selling selling uh probably both. Yes, good sir, that is right there. What is what is that? Is that what kind of row is that from? This one is from. He names some strange fish. In other words, I don't really have a name for it. I uh, it uh, comes from the rivers up north. Oh, that is very common. I know, I know you think it's not, but it is actually common. I'm using a bluff to try to make him think that it's not worth what it's worth and get it at a discount. Um, that sounds like a deception to me. Yep. Sixteen. He, uh, he thinks about it. He's like, 
you're right. That is a little bit more common. You do have an eye. Uh, what do you think about this? And he pulls out a jar, and uh, they are giant, giant chunks of cat. Well, they're giant eggs for caviar. Like he's he's holding like a um. I, I don't know the equivalent size for jars. It's just, you know, a very large jar, and there's just these giant eggs swimming around in this, like, sauce stuff. I think it has the potential to be good, but also give me the scores. I don't know. I I will give you, let's see, we'll take all ten of these cans plus that jar for two gold. No, not dual. People risk their lives for this. You're one. right. <laughs> You're right. Two gold is too much. One, one gold and two coppers. He he looks at you unamused, and just shakes his head. You're looking. You're looking for a bargain. Well, we are at the market. What can you do? What is the best deal you could give me? Uh, he pulls out a uh, can. It's uh, something you, that you re recognize from your journey. You know it's from uh, down in the southeastern oceans. It's actually a really nice caviar from a uh, sailfish. And up here, it's, it's, it's rare enough that one gold is a pretty good deal for it. For the whole lot, I give you three gold. Deal. There you go, sir. And she palms the gold so people wouldn't see it. Mm hmm and, and then she, yeah. Yeah, and he, he, you know, cautiously takes it out and uh, gives you, like, five jars of this stuff. Okay, um, and then she just kind of tips her sailor hat yep. and then walks away, tail wagging back and forth. Little little jewel hanging outside of her mouth, trying to like cover that up. She's like, oh, I can't see this. Once you get home, you're just going to have your like spoon out and your pajama bottoms on, just like... <laughs> Dad, it's going to be like, you know, like no spoon. It's going to be tongue in the jar. Thank you for listening to Tales of Swordfall. Please consider listening to these podcasts. Welcome to a special episode of Where the Wild Things Roll. My name is John and I will be your host and DM for this 5th edition actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast set in the world of Ravarna. 
This podcast might be a tad different from others you've listened to. The two players will be my 12-year-old son, Kinnick, and my 10-year-old daughter, Kaylee, as they learn to play D&D through their very first campaign. We will pick up with our adventurers as they finish their time at Paduke's Adventurers Guild as they take their practical exams in Dungeoneering, Magical Beasts, Weapons and Armor, Puzzle Solving, Diplomacy, History of the World, and Magical Cause and Effect before they are set out into the world. Can our two adventurers pass their classes and become full-fledged members of the Adventurers Guild? You'll have to tune in and find out next time on Where the Wild Things Roll. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe.